Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we're going to go through, we're going to continue our Law of Success series. And today's topic is self-confidence. So Napoleon Hill is talking about self-confidence in this chapter. And first, we're going to go over what it is. Well, before he gets to really what it is in the book, and honestly, I'm just going to use my own definition because I think I have a pretty good idea of what self-confidence is. Remember, you can always go buy the book. It's The Law of Success by Napoleon Hill. I'm pretty sure this is chapter three. Before he goes into kind of how to build self-confidence, he goes over a couple things that stop you from being confident. One of those things is skepticism. And he's talking about, remember, this is like way back in the day. Napoleon Hill was kind of old. And he's talking about how people are skeptical of things that they can do in their life even though they've seen planes built, they've seen technology ramp up. Because remember, this is like the 1900s. Like so many revolutions are going on. So many amazing things are happening in humanity. And people are still skeptical of their own ability to do amazing things. And then you fast forward that to today. We're skeptical of a lot of things. Like a lot of people are like skeptical of making money online, real estate deals, business deals, um, people um, people's intent to help. Like we're skeptical of so many things. And he's saying that's one of the things that will leave you miserable in life. If you stay skeptical, you'll stay closed-minded. If you stay closed-minded, you'll never be able to catch opportunities as they pass you. So open your minds guys. But, um, after he goes through skepticism, he goes through the six basic fears, which can keep a person trapped in their own insecurity. And the fears are the fear of poverty, the fear of old age, the fear of criticism, the fear of loss of love of someone. So not losing a loved one, but losing the love of someone, which is interesting. That was an interesting fear for me. Uh, The fear of ill health and the fear of death. So I think a lot of those are obvious. Like nobody really wants to be in poverty. It's a shameful thing. Old age is like life is coming towards end. That's the same thing with ill health and death. Now, the fear of criticism and the fear of loss of love of someone, I feel like kind of go hand in hand, because if we don't feel secure in our relationship with a person, it's very easy to take their criticism or secure in ourselves, our relationship with ourselves. Speaking of self-confidence, it's easy to take their criticism and hear that they don't like us or that we're not validated or this or that. There's a lot of things we can hear and we can interpret that as losing their love. So a lot of fears here. And I think those two are kind of rooted in the fear of isolation, right? Like if people are criticizing us, maybe they don't like us. If we lose their love, maybe they don't like us. And if they don't like us, we'll be isolated. And that's one of the things that you can go back through humanity. Like people would isolate, like that would be a very severe punishment, like just isolating somebody, like casting them out, sending them into the wild or whatever it may be. Um, So he went through skepticism, 
he went through the six basic fears and then he went through your physical and social heredity. Now, this is kind of like the nature versus nurture argument in psychology. The physical heredity is like, you know, kind of what you were born with, but it's not just genes. It's like our genes tell a story. And this kind of gets into the thing of generational curses is a kind of a buzzword. It goes around a lot and you're kind of born into these circumstances, but it's literally like in your blood. Like, you know, some people have a more addictive gene some people are like more prone to anger, et cetera, et cetera. And then you have social heredity where it's like your environment around you, that is the thing that um, really influences you. I lean more towards the environment because I think you can basically take anybody and make them into anything given the right environment, given the right influences. So what is self-confidence? Those are kind of things that will hinder you or build you towards self-confidence, but I think self-confidence is ultimately that relationship with ourselves. It's our ability to be authentic and confident. I just used the word that's embarrassing, but <laughs> it is our ability to just love ourselves, really choose ourselves and um, present ourselves in an authentic way. I think when we can show up and be our authentic selves because we trust us, we like us, I think that's what self-confidence is. And you guys can get a more clear definition on Google, but I'm sure it's going to be along those lines. You can also get a more clear definition in the book. Where has self-confidence shown up in my life? First, I want to touch on, um, which may hint you towards my limiting beliefs, the lack of self-confidence. Ooh, don't focus on lack. I'm going to do it anyway. Because um, I beat myself up about it about it. And I'm being honest, because I see a lot of lack of self-confidence when I'm doing real estate, when I'm doing any entrepreneurial things, when it comes to raising capital, the size of the deal I go after, like I'm going after small deals, because I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do that. Why don't I think I can do those things? Like who told me that I can't do those things? And why do I have that relationship with myself? Like knowing that Jeff Bezos, who was flipping hamburgers at 23, 22, 24, however old he was, is now like second, third richest person in the world. And Elon Musk was like asking people for rent because he had invested in a way that some would not say is wise, but now he's the richest man in the world. All of those things, it's like, why do I think that I have to play so small? And so that's where my lack of self-confidence has come in. And I would say my abundance of self-confidence has come in and my ability to pursue those things. And I think it's a constant battle, but I constantly confront myself and I'm fighting to love myself, which is a really weird concept, but I think you guys know what I mean. And it's also showed up in sales. You know, I'm pretty good at sales, pretty good at persuading people, convincing people, but really my self-confidence appears the most when I'm trying to sell somebody on themselves. So when I see that somebody does not like themselves or I see that somebody is lacking in that self-confidence, I go hard for that person. Like I will go to the ends of the earth and I will be the most confident person ever because um, I know that pain, right? I know the pain of lack of self-confidence and I don't want anybody to experience that pain. And something I've realized recently is I'm also convincing myself that I don't have to experience that pain when I do that for other people, which is something we're all growing through, or at least I am growing through for sure. And now where do I want self-confidence to show up in my life? Definitely in the skills I develop. So, you know, raising and multiplying capital, uh, capturing and multiplying attention for the podcast, intimacy with myself. Like I want that to be a skill. Like I can be intimate with myself. I can be authentic with myself and I can accept myself in um, setting boundaries and just an authenticity across the board. I think I fight for authenticity every day, but there 
are areas of my life, specifically in Christianity or the most intimate um, relationships that I have where I feel that I need to make myself small to um, appease other people's feelings. And I really dislike people pleasing, but I still do it. We all do it to an extent. And that's just something that you have to be aware of and set the appropriate boundaries, take the appropriate action and get to know yourself so that you can present yourself authentically. Um, so that's where I want it to show up in my life, really in those skills, those boundaries and that authenticity across the board. Um, how can I apply it to my life? Or how can you apply it to your life? My bad. Um, Napoleon Hill in the book talks about the self-confidence formula. And it was basically these phrases. If you guys want it, make sure to email me, text me. I'll shoot it your way. You can also go buy the book. I suggest you buy the book, The Law of Success by Napoleon Hill. And he goes through the formula for you. I also think you can add to that formula if you want to add some things or you want to tweak it a little bit, just make it your own and then use the principle of auto-suggestion to literally change your beliefs. And that means simply repeating it to yourself over and over and over and not just words, but actions, people you hang around, your environment and how you kind of live your whole life, like repeat the self-confidence formula to yourself, your abundant beliefs to yourself in everything that you do. And speaking of, the next way you can do it is form habits. So form a habit based on the self-confidence formula. So maybe you're lacking in confidence and you don't like meeting new people. Form a habit of meeting new people. And you'll continually tell yourself and you'll continually, continually believe you're becoming a person who simply meets new people. And the third thing, that I think we can all do to apply this to our life is identify our limiting beliefs slash our fears. You know, some of our fears of um, poverty, old age, criticism, loss of love, ill health, and death. Identify where you are acting based off of those fears and replace them with abundant beliefs and actions, which this is a hard one, especially because we're all working jobs because we don't believe we have enough money. And this can be really contradictory because we're like, we need to pay the bills. And I'm not going to lie. I'm still working at W2. I'm right there with you guys. But it's like, what abundant actions are you taking? Where are you acting and believing abundantly? It's not bad to have a W2. What's bad is to have a W2 and then think that's it. Like, that's all I can do. No, you have unique gifts that you need to show the world. And you need to receive something for those gifts so that you can continue to give them on a very large scale. And so identify those limiting beliefs, identify those fears, and replace them with abundant beliefs and abundant actions. And if you want some help with that, hit me up. It's literally what I love to do. The last thing, how you can apply it, change your environment. Like, you just got to get around different people. You've got to get accountability. So there's the fifth thing. Create accountability systems. Look at that. Going on the fly. Change your environment and create accountability systems. And when you get around people who will hold you accountable and you create that system of accountability and you commit to it, it'll change your life. Like there's literally nothing that you can't do, which means you can do everything. If that was confusing, you can do everything is what I'm saying. And so, yep, those are things you can do. Use that self-confidence formula and the principle of auto-suggestion. Repeat stuff to yourself in your actions, in your words, in the people you're around, in your environment. Form those habits. Identify where you're acting off of fear or acting off of limits and replace them with abundance, abundant beliefs, abundant actions, change your environment and create that accountability system.
Thank you guys for watching the show. As we always ask, send this podcast to one to three people you know need to hear this message. Shoot us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.